coming up. I think this is going to be a walk in the bloody park, mate. Were you doing inverted commas in the air? I wonder if accents are like languages. In the middle, I made a mistake and it annoyed me. I was effectively trained by chocolate. They're absolutely beautiful words and you're describing something so horrific. I've got goosebumps, I have to say. I wondered if I was labouring it a bit. And now, enjoy the podcast. How do you say that? 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 Hello, welcome to today's episode of How Do You Say That, sponsored by BritishVoiceOver.co.uk, the podcast for voiceovers, podcasters and anyone else who reads scripts out loud, proving that there isn't just one way to read a script, but a multitude of different ways. Well, let me introduce my co-host, Sam Boffin. Hi, Sam. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Today's fun fact about Sam is, and this is great, she knows the tiger who came to tea off by heart, word for word. That's amazing. I do, I do. And the reason I learned it was actually when my kids were small and mm. you'd have to try and put them back to back to sleep I was going to say back to bed and, <laughs> and, and to sleep in the middle of the night of course you couldn't turn the lights on you d- you wanted to of keep course, the, shrouded yeah. in darkness so I learnt that off completely off by heart and and now whenever I hear any bit of it I can see in my mind what that tiger was doing what a naughty tiger I love that <laughs> I love that my co-host is Mark Rice who has had dinner at Buckingham Palace. Yes, well, uh, we're recording this just after the coronation, so I thought, it, I thought it was a sensible one to do. Uh, basically, when uh, the Duke of Edinburgh Award was going and Prince Philip was uh, doing all of the, the gubbins for Duke of Edinburgh, he did a competition with lots of radio stations around the country, and I was a presenter at a radio station, and one of our listeners won. Uh, wow. So they allowed one person from the radio station and one of the listeners to go and have dinner. And it was really lovely. And I remember... Remember one thing: the, as the 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 butlers that were that were serving, or the the people that were serving the food, dropped mm. a couple of croquette potatoes on the floor, and the guy <laughs> turned to us and went, "Ah, oh, don't worry, the corgis will get it." <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, "Oh, how how wonderful!" But it was lovely, and boy, the drinks are strong at Buckingham Palace. Wow, wow. Well, of course, we also have a special guest who this week is Kenny Blythe. Kenny, hello. Ooh. How do you do? Lovely to be talking to you. <laughs> lovely, lovely to, to have you here. Well, are you in? Scotland at the moment? Yes, in sunny Scotland, and it is sunny today. It's beautiful. It's oh. a beautiful day here. Yes, just 25 miles south of Edinburgh. Peebles. Kenny from Keebles <laughs> is a multi-award winning voiceover and actor who graduated from Queen Margaret's College Edinburgh in 2000. The first graduate from there to win the prestigious BBC Radio Carlton Hobbs Award. That right. is so impressive. Yes, that is it fabulous. is. True story. He, he <laughs> spent his first year working only in radio drama at the BBC in London, which has provided him with a very rare versatility in vocal age, characters, and accents, often playing multiple roles in a single production. And I should know, I've listened to him on many an occasion and not realised I was listening to him, which is very impressive. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> well, Kenny works in all areas of the industry now, all over the world, including. TV, film, games, commercials, documentaries, audio drama, theatre, animation and audiobooks, all the, the whole gamut of stuff. He also coordinates and voices ADR for film and TV post-production in Scotland on shows like Shetland, uh, Guilt Vigil and uh, Outlander, to name a few. Wow. It is as a voice actor, though, working from his own broadcast quality home studio that Kenny spends most of his time. Kenny, have you got a fun fact that you can share with us? 
I do, I think. I mean, it's just something <laughs> that people generally don't know about me. But uh, the first thing is, I um, just before I uh, went to drama school, I very nearly joined the police. I oh, went really? to, yes, I did. I went to the whole kind of, went through the whole selection process of the police, got down to the very last interview and uh, and didn't get in and uh, within a short time after that i was uh, i was off to drama school and it could have been very different wow <laughs> have you played any hard-nosed coppers in your time i have played a couple <laughs> of coppers yes uh, in the nest and uh, also um i've also I, i've played a few kind of hard-nosed crims um, <laughs> and, I, and when i was younger i played more criminals and now as i'm getting a bit older I've started to play a few more police officers. I don't know. Is that the that mellowness have... coming through? <laughs> yes, that that greenness, that uh, <laughs> you know, almost retired weariness. <laughs> <laughs> You've done pathologists. I've seen you as a pathologist as well, quite yes, recently. I've just been yes. a pathologist in Granite <laughs> Harbour. That's nice. great. That yeah, was a lot of fun. Yeah. That was nice. That was a lot of fun. Well. On that note, let us have a look at our first script of the show and yes. ask, how do you say that? How do you say that? Now, this is something I've been working on this week, and let me apologise, both Sam and Kenny, because oh. I have brought it, and it is a nightmare. This is it a is. tiny section of something much longer. It's a technical document that the client wanted basically in audio as well. So if you imagine after the Grenfell fire, lots and lots of building regulations changed and changed to the letter of the law how different uh, materials had to be used in buildings and whatever. And these are the documents describing those building regulation changes. I have to confess, I don't even understand the second paragraph. (laughs) Okay. There's, There's a bit in there where if you were talking about regulations in numbers that the numbers would go up. So in other words, you'd go in regulation 7 to 10. But in this one, it seems to go regulation 7 to 4. Ah, uh, no, I want you to think eight? about I want you to think about a uh, document that would come from a lawyer. So it's regulation 7-4-A. There would be 7-4-B, then 7-5, mm-hmm. then 7-6. Yes, all of that. So we, we, we vocalise the dash in yes. that instance. Thank you. I mean, you. I had to ask the client that because yes. I didn't know that either. So that's For only sure. something I've learnt as well. It is an extraordinary piece of work. Yeah. Um, So I have nothing but admiration for people who do that. Something that you would expect to see just written, you would never expect to hear it read out loud. No, Mm -hmm. because it's so difficult to follow. Mm. I've read it a few times and I'm still not really much the wiser. <laughs> it's very straight. I mean, it's it's not a, there's no characterness in this. There's no, uh, there's, no. There, there's no fun in this. This is, this is a very no. straight piece um, yes. for the building trade and, and for the, the lawyers of the building firms to kind of get Absolutely. their heads around. But, you know, good luck with it. Is Sam going to go first? Uh, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. Good luck. Good luck. Thank you. In Regulation 4, Paragraph 2, which covers requirements relating to building work, paragraph 2a, after Schedule 1, inserts, in brackets, in addition to the requirements of Regulation 7. In Regulation 5, which covers meaning of material change of use, after paragraph 1, omit or, and after paragraph j, insert, or the building is a building described in Regulation 7-4-A, where previously it was not. Well done. Wow. Wow. Applause. I think it's paragraph I, 
because it goes to J rather than paragraph one. But uh, Oh, yes, of course. Yes, yes, that's so true. I actually followed the sense of that. Mm -hmm. Were you doing inverted commas in the air? I was. That's how I recorded it for the client. You've got to do the inverted commas in the air, otherwise you lose all meaning of it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. I've nothing but admiration for that, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Kenny, it's your go. We'll see how you get on with it. (laughs) Okay. In Regulation 4, Paragraph 2, which covers requirements relating to building work, Paragraph 2A, after Schedule 1, inserts in brackets in addition to the requirements of Regulation 7. In Regulation 5, which covers meaning of material change of use, after Paragraph I, omit OR, and after Paragraph J, insert or the building is a building described in Regulation 7-4-A, where previously it was not. Oh, well done. It, very that good. That was You're, so good. It wasn't it good because the, yes. the, the flow was, was, was gorgeous. It really That's was. I would, I would also say, I don't think it was gorgeous as Sam's, but I would also say that <laughs> I wonder if, if, the, if, if I sent that to a client, if they would turn around and say, that's really nice, but we need it 10 times faster. <laughs> I mean, I wondered if I was really labouring it a point, bit. Really good point, actually. Is, did you have to go at a lick? Or was no, it, I was no, not, I wasn't asked for pacing, okay. so I kind of went at my own pace. And I don't think I went terribly much. I mean, you know me, I go fast on everything. Yeah. I don't think I went terribly much faster than, than Kenny particularly okay. because... Yeah. You've just got to get your head around it. Plus the fact this isn't timed for a commercial or whatever. This is a CD that yes. or, a, or an audio file that goes out to the companies that use it and Absolutely. they listen in their own time. I imagine that people would listen at 1.5 times. You know how you can do that yeah. on... on yes. the, you can listen mm-hmm. to this podcast yes. 1.5 times on certain players. Breaks your heart, doesn't it? Breaks <laughs> your heart. <laughs> Shall I show you what, what yes. I did? Yes, please. I don't Please think do. there are, I don't think we'll learn anything new, but I'll show you what I did. <laughs> Didn't learn anything in the first place, to be fair. <laughs> right then. In Regulation 4, Paragraph 2, which covers requirements relating to building work, Paragraph 2A, after Schedule 1, inserts, in brackets, in addition to the requirements of Regulation 7. In Regulation 5, which covers meaning of material change of use, After paragraph I, omit OR, and after paragraph J, insert OR the building is a building described in Regulation 7-4-A, where previously it was not. What what I liked about that, really, just applause, (laughs) Um, because you were so definite about it, it really dialed up the brackets, which which I think was really useful, actually. Leaning into it like that uh, made it, you know... Very clear. I was just going to say how um, vital in in something like this, surely, the punctuation is. Yes. Because yeah. it is only by yeah. the punctuation that you can make any sense of it, surely, at all. True. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, and, then, and so, in theory, it's quite well written in that yes, respect. Yes, yes. Absolutely. An AI voice AI. would find that incredibly difficult to do. I think, I think so, yeah. Even though it's well written with the punctuation. Mm. Actually, to to get that flow that we all three of us got, I think would be very difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's worthwhile remembering these are real scripts that we're working on. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. I think some of the stuff's been, some of the names have been changed and some of the yes. detail, details to avoid copyright issues. But mm-hmm. so your script, Kenny. If it's all right to say thanks to, to Bill Walsh for, yeah, for, for allowing me. I uh, have read his first short story, which he's hoping to put um, a number of short stories together um, into sort of podcast length uh, short stories. Nice. Mm-hmm. I read his first one, which is called The Chair. This is a small excerpt from that, but I really enjoyed reading this story. And uh, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was uh, great. It's very dark. The, I yeah. was going to um, say the excerpt you've given us is very yeah. dark. And, and you know, in in some respects, kind of verging perhaps on the horror. Yeah. yeah certainly yes. supernaturally, but certainly dark. Possibly, you know, edging into the. Uh, um, not for the kids. <laughs> yeah, and what I really liked about this particular piece, actually, is it's very vivid. Everything Aye. about it feels, you know, um, it, you know, you can see it all. It's incredible. Lovely piece of I writing. I think so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's very, very uh, evocative, yeah. Shall I give it a go? Because I think it is, I think it is dark. <clears throat> yes, please do. Right, OK. As the fire begins to crack and pop, the smoke rises over the rooftops. John resumes his work with renewed vigour, the rhythmic scraping of the chisel helping to drown out the sound of the blaze. But he cannot ignore the piercing, dreadful song of the girl screaming as she is cleansed from this world. A sound so high in its pitch and so disquietingly inhuman that it beggars belief. Perhaps she truly is an agent of the supernatural after all. The noises of the crowd turn from accusation to celebration to pity to fear before dwindling to silence. Only the scream now, travelling through the late summer air and gently brushing up against the blade of the chisel, carving a microscopic record of Mary's last moments into the tiny, groove-like indentations in the wood. Wow. Very nice. Yeah. I, I'm not sure I went in correctly at the top, but I kind of I kind of got this, so I probably would go back and do the beginning again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. yeah. Yes, well, the, whenever you do something out loud for the very first time, uh, I, I often feel that. I often think, oh, oh, I see where I was meant to be going. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'll go back. I'll go back at the top and do that. <laughs> yeah, and I think it is a it is such a volt face from the from the previous script mm. that oh, yeah. that I can absolutely understand that it's not mm. perhaps not quite using a different part of the brain, but certainly, you know, you are almost feeling your way in from something that was quite technical before into something that was, uh, you know, much uh, much more storytelling and much more. Yeah. Um, That's a lovely involved. way of putting it. A different yeah. part of the brain. It might well be that. I've often thought about which parts of the brain we use with different things, especially with accents. Um, yeah. You know, um, I had to learn some lines recently for a small TV job, and I learnt it in different accents. But what I discovered when I did wow. the job was, it was almost like it was running through a, it was running through a filter, to to get the accent, and Gosh. and it almost felt like I couldn't do it in in the accent without 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 accessing it through a different way it was very odd interesting i guess that's the musical side of the brain isn't it i wonder if accents are like languages i just yeah. i'd be but i'd be fascinated to know if anyone's done any research um in, in into, into which parts of the brain are working 
those you would think so you would think yeah. so it would certainly yeah. help me the next time I've got to learn something. Because <laughs> I, I, I find the whole accent thing fascinating because, of course, some people are superb at doing accents and others not so much. As we found on the podcast, Sam, you and uh, me. Uh, mm. Yes, well, exactly. <laughs> so, some of them, great. Otherwise, mm, not so much. Yeah, absolutely. But what I find fascinating is depending on where you were born, luck of the draw, mm-hmm. where you yes. happen to have been born, yep. you would have been able to adopt that accent. Mm-hmm. If you see what I mean. So it can't be that you're actually not able to learn an accent. Do you see what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, I, I suppose like anything else, like uh, singing or driving a racing car or anything, there are some people who have perhaps a more more of a natural yes. aptitude to something. Mm-hmm. And yes. some people who have to perhaps work harder. Yeah. Um, I was exposed to very lots of different sounds when I was young because my dad uh, took me down to Newcastle a lot to, he played football for Newcastle and had had boarded with a family when he was a young boy and he used to go down and visit them. They were his second family and they, when I was about seven or eight, they used to give me a little square of chocolate if I said, (laughs) Geordie words right. And so they, (laughs) I was effectively trained by chocolate. Right, Sam, let's let's hear the story from you, the chair from you. Okay. As the fire begins to crack and pop, and the smoke rises over the rooftops. John resumes his work with renewed vigour, the rhythmic scraping of the chisel, helping to drown out the sound of the blaze. But he cannot ignore the piercing, dreadful song of the girl screaming as she is cleansed from this world. A sound so high in its pitch and so disquietingly inhuman that it beggars belief. Perhaps she truly is an agent of the supernatural after all. The noises of the crowd turn from accusation to celebration, to pity, to fear, before dwindling to silence. Only the scream now, travelling through the late summer air, and gently brushing up against the blade of the chisel, carving a microscopic record of Mary's last moments into the tiny groove-like indentations in the wood. I've I've got goosebumps, I have to say. I did love it. You went rhythmic scraping of the chisel. It's like you took each individual word as if it was uh, musical. The the rhythm of that, the the musicality of it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. In the middle, I made a mistake and it annoyed me. (laughs) 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 But I kept on because I thought, yeah. I'll just go on with it. I, it was microscopic. That was the disquietingly inhuman, which also I, I have to say is two two words that even that that, that I I found also quite difficult mm. to go into each other. I don't know why that disquietingly inhuman. But I also liked uh, and I I also made a little note uh, from Mark's uh, take before that I liked the way that both of you lifted that inhuman. Because obviously it's a, you know, this is about mm. the burning of a, a yeah. supposed witch. There was something about having a female voice yeah. reading it that, that made it very different. Agreed. You put a tiny pause after scream. So yeah. only the scream now. And it's like, oh, oh, oh. It's like, <laughs> and that really, that really hit me. It's like, that was lovely. Really lovely. And, and also just after that, before dwindling to silence, just letting yes. that land. 
you know that I thought yes. that Sam did that too and I thought what's that was re- what's yeah. interesting when yeah. you read it the horror of the situation that you're reading about is juxtaposed with these rather beautiful mm. um words beautiful yeah. you know language, gently yeah. brushing mm. up mm. carving you know they they they're absolutely beautiful words and you're <laughs> describing something so horrific yes it's quite it's an it's in, yeah. an incredible piece to read so I want to hear how you yeah. did yes, it. Yes, we want how to hear did you how do you it? did it, Kenny. <laughs> ah, right. As the fire begins to crack and pop and the smoke rises over the rooftops, John resumes his work with renewed vigour, the rhythmic scraping of the chisel helping to drown out the sound of the blaze. But he cannot ignore the piercing, dreadful song of the girls screaming, as she is cleansed from this world. A sound so high in its pitch and so disquietingly inhuman that it beggars belief. Perhaps she truly is an agent of the supernatural after all. The noises of the crowd turn from accusation to celebration, to pity, to fear, before dwindling to silence. Only the scream now, travelling through the late summer air and gently brushing up against the blade of the chisel, carving a microscopic record of Mary's last moments into the tiny groove-like indentations in the wood. Oh, lovely. My word. Lovely. (laughs) My word. And actually, (laughs) quite, um, there was, it was quite swift. Yes, it was. Yes, it's swifter than both of us, I think. Yeah, 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 definitely. Lovely. The rolling R's of your accent were so yeah. beautiful there, and it but it absolutely made it. The 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 Scottishness, if I can put it that way, really made it. Yeah, I think I would soften that off if I was trying to if I was right. doing standard Scots, something you know what you might call standard mm-hmm. or professional Scots. The 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 R's would be uh, not tapped. They would be just the fire begins to crack and pop, and the smoke rises over right. the rooftops. Um, so, yeah, but that is the influence of being back home for seven years. <laughs> Indeed, absolutely. Well, I tell you what, chaps, this is where it becomes fun because much as we have done the two different scripts straight, as it were, yes. let's play with some wild cards now, shall we? How do you say that? I think Kenny suggests one of the scripts and a style for you, Sam. Cool. Right. Well, because it's terribly in the news just now, I have chosen to do an AI voice or a computerised version of a human voice. Um, And I think that would be interesting in Mark's script. Yes, Yes. yes, absolutely. I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Okay, okay. Not easy, though. Not easy, Sam, actually. No, No, and still try and make it work. Well, in as much as AI makes anything make sense, Mm. sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, (laughs) as we know, and as clients are beginning to say as well. Okay, okay. So I'll have a go at that. In Regulation 4, Paragraph 2, which covers requirements relating to building work, Paragraph 2A after Schedule 1 inserts in brackets in addition to the requirements of Regulation 7. In Regulation 5, which covers meaning of material change of use after Paragraph I omit or and after J insert or the building is a building described in Regulation 7-4-A, where previously it was not. See, I think you got the AI quite well because you lost complete meaning of it. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and I think any, any client that ended up with that would go, hang on a minute, 
That now doesn't make any sense. Although that was flat, I suppose that you could do AI in a different way, couldn't you? In that kind of almost sing-songy way that sometimes mm -hmm. AI has. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. In regulation for paragraph two, which covers requirements relating to building or something like that. Yeah. As we've mm. talked about before, it's all about the pace uh, of an AI voice because mm. it's literally the same pace all the time. And that's how you can spot it a mile off. Poor AI. I wonder if I missold <laughs> AI in that. I don't know if they would be that blank. Maybe not. But uh, it's that sort of style, isn't it? I mean, I don't know if you've ever been asked to do this in an advert, but also, almost literally to sound like, you know, what like the are Just Eat advert. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sort of, so do a robotic yeah, you know, voice uh, in yeah. regulation for paragraph two, which covers requirements relating to building work. Paragraph two A. Yeah. Yeah, you could absolutely do it that way. Whereas I really hope that all robots will sound like C-3PO in the future. <laughs> yes. That would be lovely, oh, I could wouldn't have it? Done a, I could have done a really robotic voice. You're right. Ugh. It was that or a sports commentator. <laughs> and uh, I, I figured doing a sports commentator version of that would be pretty difficult. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. But now it's Kenny's turn, of course. And uh, I think we'll go with the chair. So we'll go with the horror script, but we're going to take the horror yeah. completely okay. out of it. Okay. So only the words will contain the horror. I think I would like you to be an excited, upbeat, optimistic person reading this story. So, in fact, the horror is very much in the words, but is not in the way that you say it. Okay. As the fire begins to crack and pop and the smoke rises over the rooftops, John resumes his work with renewed vigour the rhythmic scraping of the chisel helping to drown out the sound of the blaze. He cannot ignore the piercing, dreadful song of the girl screaming as she is cleansed from this world, a sound so high in its pitch and so disquietingly inhuman that it beggars belief. Perhaps she truly is an agent of the supernatural after all. The noises of the crowd turn from accusation to celebration, to pity, to fear, before dwindling to silence. Only the scream now travelling through the late summer air and gently brushing up against the blade of the chisel, carving a microscopic record of Mary's last moments into the tiny, groove-like indentations in the wood. It's brilliant, because the, the words were still horrific. Absolutely. But, but big smile. Very strange. Yeah, exactly. That was, that was kind of how I imagined that you might do it, but that exceeded every expectation I had so there. Cool. Well done. Well, there's, there's something almost... Uh, sociopathic yes yes read someone who's clearly having a great time yeah. <laughs> you know all right it's my go for a wild card then let's see what sam is going to come up with is she going to be mean or is she no, going to be wonderful I, i'm going to be wonderful i'm going to give you this is going to be i think this is going to be a walk in the bloody park <laughs> okay, mate. okay i think you can do you can do your horrific script your mm. not 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 Kenny's <laughs> horrific script which is full of horror oh, but okay. your My horrific script which is oh, full okay. of a different kind of horror entirely <laughs> but I want you to do it as a magician <laughs> I think you'll be able Ooh. to do that uh, like like a Harry Potter star magician or like well, Paul Daniels? It depends. I kind of I I imagine yeah I, I imagine a showman music uh, magician. Oh okay. Oh, I'll give it a try. So not just a wizard. Oh, not no, just indeed. a wizard. Indeed. Not oh, a bog standard yeah. wizard. <laughs> not a bog standard <laughs> wizard that goes, oh, ping. Okay, all right. Yeah, I, I, as if you've got a magic wand in your mm. hand. I am conjuring <laughs> said wand, indeed. Good, good, good. In Regulation 4, Paragraph 2, which covers 
Requirements relating to building work. Paragraph 2A, after Schedule 1, inserts in brackets, in addition to the requirements of Regulation 7. Ring! In Regulation 5, which covers meaning of material change of use, after Paragraph I, omit OR, and after Paragraph J, insert or the building is described in Regulation 7-4-A, where previously it was not. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. And then I think that's a bunny funny. came out of the hat, maybe. Yeah. Yes. Just as you were doing that, I was, I was, I was just thinking to myself, how funny it would be to do it as a racing commentator because it would, because that horrific build, you know, the build you get at the end yes. of the race. Imagine Absolutely. trying to crash through that second paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was amazing, though, Mark. I'm tempted, yeah. Sam, to ask him to do it as a racing commentator. What do you, what do you reckon? Oh, do yeah, get Kenny to do it. As... Kenny, do, I mean, if yeah, you'd definitely. like to, if you'd like to, I mean, now you've suggested okay. it. Okay. In Regulation 4, Paragraph 2, which covers requirements relating to building work, Paragraph 2A, after Schedule 1, inserts in brackets, in addition to the requirements of Regulation 7, in Regulation 5, which covers meaning of material change of use after Paragraph I, omit or, under Paragraph J, insert, or the building is a building described in Regulation 7-4-A, where previously it was not. Well <laughs> amazing, amazing, yes. M- made oh, a few mistakes brilliant. there, but just kept crashing through it. <laughs> that was so- Cool. I love it. I love it. That was Woo. brilliant. A lovely, lovely build. It was yes. so good. That's so good. <laughs> oh dear. Lots of those adverts recently. And so if you want to play along with us with the wild cards in the privacy of your own booths, we have put the scripts in the show notes so you can have a try yourselves. Yes, you can be as horrific as you like with either script actually today, can't you? Um, if you've got any specific voiceover questions that you'd like answers to, you can send your question for future episodes to podcast at britishvoiceover.co.uk. And actually, Sam, we've had a fair few people over the last few weeks send us their clips, which it's been lovely yeah. to listen to. And I really Absolutely. do enjoy it. So thank you for that. Our question this week is, how long should you wait to get your demo reels done when you're starting out? Or even oh. if you're already established but just changing genres, you're doing something new? I think, um, uh, depending on what you're looking to do, I think it possibly is. I mean, uh, as we were discussing earlier, um, my time uh, when I started out at the radio drama company back then, which is 2000, um, people were very adamant that when you started on the radio drama company, everybody wanted to get a voice reel and everybody wanted to be doing commercials. Um, and we were very strongly advised not to, to, to get them done too early because we would learn so much in the first year. And I think that was excellent advice then. Um, obviously, things have changed and, and people now, um, they do want things immediately yesterday yes <laughs> you know i would say that uh, there's no substitute um for training you know um if you haven't done any radio drama and you want to make a radio drama reel it would seem like a good idea to me to do a bit of practice to mm. get together with some mm-hmm. friends and, and and get some scripts together or even write a couple of scenes and work on it before you went out and recorded something that that is likely to cost you money because that's fundamentally the the truth of it is if you're going to outlay money on something you want it to to make returns Uh, it's as simple as that if you come from an acting background but you've not done any commercial stuff 
um, I think the same the same rule applies. Which is why these workouts are, are so important and, and, and to get together with two or three other voices and mm. join up as we do when we record the podcast. It's a really yeah. good practice way of, of, of kind of knowing what you're good at and knowing what maybe you need more work on. Yes, absolutely. And I, I've still, you know, despite the huge um, sort of mushroom of people who went through, uh, you know, when, when lockdown happened, who went home and for, for yep. very good reason, just were like, well, I've got to do something. And so, mm-hmm. you know, got a microphone and did some, uh, did some stuff. I've still got people coming to me just now and saying, you know, how do we get a voice role? We, 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 Gian and I, uh, my friend Gian and I run the voiceover social up here and people still come forward and say, oh, I've been thinking about it for ages. I want to get a voice reel together. Mm. But, you know, I think it's important to make sure that, that when you get something like that made, um, it's at a point where you're ready to make a return on that and yeah. not just go out and do it and then regret it and six months later have to make another one. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. But, well, but And also because when you start training in a certain genre, you begin to realise where your voice sits best within it. And of course, in any given genre, there are loads and loads of different things you could do, mm-hmm. but there are almost certainly um, particular areas, even within a genre, where you are better suited. And until you start experimenting, and you know playing around which is the joy of you know of being able to do training or coaching with somebody there has to be an element of you just playing around and and getting used to what your voice can and can't do Mm -hmm. Um, so if one is always thinking of coaching as simply being a means to an end in other words if you're if you're if you think well look I'll, I'll have three coaching sessions and by the end of it I want to be able to do my commercial reel Mm-hmm. It doesn't quite work like that. No, indeed, no. A lot of it is playing around and working out where you are, working out that maybe you commercial real ain't your thing anyway. The more you can play around and uh, you know and find out where your voice lands, the better. So and then Absolutely. make your reel after that. Excellent advice, uh, <laughs> Kenny. Thank you so so much thank for being you. on the podcast. Mm. It has been great, and that script that you brought was amazing. Yeah. Oh, great. I'm sure Bill will be delighted. <laughs> <laughs> Do say thank you to Bill for us. Uh, and Absolutely. of course, all Kenny's details will be found in the yes. show notes. Definitely, definitely. We'll also, of course, as I said before, be putting today's scripts in the show notes so you can have a play with it yourself. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And do Good send luck. any voiceover questions <laughs> to us at podcast at britishvoiceover.co.uk. Please do like and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And do feel free to give us a review if you want to. That would be lovely. Uh, that's <laughs> it for this week. Kenny, we all do the end bit together, if that's okay. If you can be uh, steeled to do that. I know you've listened before, so you know what's coming up. Uh, so thank you very much again to Kenny Blythe. And we'll be back next week with more scripts and another voiceover guess when we'll be asking all together my friends how, how do, you, do say you say that, that? how do you say that, that?